Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, how's it going? We're, welcome to the Magicians After Show. Today we're talking about episode two, Hotel Spa Potions. Does it really have to do with hotels? Can we go to the spa, guys? That's a good idea. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Just rocking out. <laughs> Bringing back a classic. This works. This works. <laughs> What's up, guys? This is the Magicians After Show. Talking about episode two, Hotel Spa Potions. My name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. And to my left, my awesome co-host. Hey, guys. I'm Joel Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joel Monique and every week at blackgirlnerds.com. Uh, my name is Ty Matthews. Y'all can find me on social media at Ty Matthews PMA. Hi, I'm Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. That's M S E D R I N. I just feel you're so E D R I N S N O W. Got it. You got it. Yeah. It's all right. It was his like jump start that you're like, wait, what? Like we get to you, Ty, and you're like, I just feel like the gung, the blast goes off, and you're like. There you go. There you go. Yeah, exactly. As soon as the camera goes on, oh, it's all good. Line. All right, Let's talk magic. Episode two, Just next right? To Black um, Dario over here. I'm like, that's wow, incredible. I'm Adrian Snow. Hey, it's all good. It's amazing. Um, I have a quick question for you guys. At the very beginning, did we feel that visual was like outer space, other worlds? I don't know if you I remember. I thought it the was oh, like in between the wells. Like I felt okay. like that's what there was happening. Go. I like okay, that. I like that. Portal to portal. Because when I first saw it, I was like, what? But then, Wells, yes. Okay, cool, there you go. Cool, cool. Uh, and then we finally get to see the fountains again, that recall from before, mm-hmm. and the guards. Now, a question that kind of Quentin asked, like, what's their purpose now? Because they weren't trying to kill them now. Because mm-hmm. the beast isn't there anymore. So do we wonder what they're all standing around for? I now? mean, they're royalty now, and my first thought is we don't kill royalty. But do the people out... But the royalty in Fillory, do the people outside yeah. know and care? Well, Fillory sure. controls all of magic, so I feel like that royalty's <laughs> yeah. gotta mean something elsewhere, maybe? That was my initial thought, was like, mm-hmm. you, you're kings and queens now, we're not gonna like yeah. start an international or intergalactic war? Yeah. Interdimensional? Yes. Yeah, also that. <laughs> you know. Interesting. I mean, yeah, they're just kind of like they're just lurking <laughs> now. They're just kind of watching, like mm-hmm. watching. And then we get a uh, the squad arrives at um, Breakbills with the dean. Mm. So yay, we have the dean back and the, the notebook par- who's not right? technically blind. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> just beautiful. Like, Here's the notebook. I'm not really blind. <laughs> yeah. See, you idiot. How cool is it that the notebook's from 1893? I like it because it means we have a whole other world to explore, like time, era, dimension mm-hmm. of things that we just don't know about, mm-hmm. and that's very exciting to Absolutely. me. Yeah. Well, then it also implies what can uh, they kind of come to the conclusion that they're not the first students to go to Fillory or rule at Fillory. Yes. Well, it seems like it's kind of implying that um, 
they might touch on just like the kind of the multiverse type of thing mm-hmm. they touched on prior um, mm-hmm. of them being having done this before and yeah where where the other variations of them that have done this so I hope that's where they're going with so that. wait are the bodies in the castle them from one of their other times that they tried bum, to do bum, this bum, bum. potentially <laughs> potentially I feel like the rest there you go got it I'm curious because if that's the case then do the people not recognize them or they well, said that it they're, been a they're, long time, they're so. not in the loop so they wouldn't know there seems oh, to be an also, but there also seems to be something implied from, oh my gosh, our guest last week, whose name I'm blanking. Uh, uh, Rizwan. Rizwan. Uh, that Somebody's they might be in on it, that okay. they might have an understanding well, of what's going on. There definitely seem to be some sinister things happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then we find out that the professor that would have known about battle magic is a woman and named Bigby. Mm-hmm. Bigby is everything Bigby. to yes. me. She is beautiful. She's Bigby and she's it. a pixie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's a 500-year-old pixie. No big Who's deal. Hot. Very hot. And uh, Dean got a little frisky with. Well, apparently bit. they've yes. had. I mean, they're old friends. You know, yeah. well, that's a lot about the Dean because she's had yeah. 500 years of like uninhibited experiences, yeah. and she's like still the best kisser. I'm like, well, Dean, got it going on. Awesome. Yeah, they're walking it under the mm-hmm. juniper trees. No big deal. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then we jump over to Beast and Julia. And so, what do you guys think of the singing? So good. <laughs> it reminded me his that first opening musical number reminded me of of uh, last season when we got our performance of Shake oh. It Off, oh. and it just kind Loved of. It. Changed the dynamic of everything. That's what I kind of felt like. Mm-hmm. This dude's high on what is it? Treasure Crunch. Yes. <laughs> and Sugar. He's just <laughs> singing his ass off at every turn. What's interesting to me again as we look at the dynamics of uh, survivors is yeah. like this his ability to become childlike in this moment. Mm-hmm. Like we've seen him be very um, staunch and serious and moth covered face, and now like for him to just be goofy and silly and kind of playing that middle brother child of like I'm just poking you and it's fascinating he's quickly becoming my favorite character and that scares me because I know that he's definitely still capable of so much evil but I think think that's what it is I think he knows that he can royally wreck anybody that comes into contact with him so he has nothing to prove he can sing about love and about sugar and things like that and can still slice people's hands off with a wave of his hands. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, Joel, I totally agree with you. I was like, I'm starting to like him more and I don't like that I like him. And no. I'm like, ah. That's the point. Um, I'm mildly rooting I, for you now and what does that say yes. about me as a you person? See? You see? But the things he was thinking about... Sorry, good, good writing of the show that we're caring about this person who's an evil character. Also good song. An actor, yes. I'm not sure yeah. uh, what the song is or where it's from or if it's original for the show. Feel free to chime in on that chat. Yeah. Uh, but but I thought the the lyrics that he was singing were uh, really informative. Mm. This idea of not being able to believe in love, but thinking like if I had it, maybe it would be everything, but maybe it would also completely destroy me. I don't know. And as he's playing, especially as it's clear that he's warming up a lot mm-hmm. more to um, name Ch- blank. Ch- yeah, uh, that it'll be interesting to me to see if maybe he's able to recon if he like would ever take Julia's side. It's clear okay. he wants her. I don't. <laughs> I like her face. Right now. He wants her shade. I uh, yes. Still don't trust the beast. He's not one yeah. of my little oh, heart. We're not, we because yeah. he like him singing reminds me more of Clockwork Orange than okay. that's some Ooh, type of like yes. endearing yeah. thing. Like I know that it's kind of just uh, a way to to kind of poke at Julia to get her to kind of yeah. maybe release her shade to him so that he could have somebody who is just as cold hearted and yeah. as ruthless as he is. So I, I don't know. I like the character. I like the actor, but mm. 
the character is still like sure. on my that's shit a good list. call it's just singing mm-hmm. in the rain I also have interesting mm-hmm. theories about the shade Boy. like the idea it seems like it has to be given through free will like he had yeah. it he yes. had it and he let it go and he's not letting go of wanting it so it's mm-hmm. something that he wants so it seems to me like maybe something that has to be given a free will and as we know from a lot of other magical tales if it's something that has to be given a free will a lot of times it's a very treasured uh, like piece of a Powerful. recipe mm-hmm. yes exactly so I'm yep. wondering like what could you do with it and I feel if the show like it, it just feels to me like with this kind of prodding and we kind of saw it seems like maybe she'll do it mm-hmm. at some point and that scares me don't right. do it but also maybe do I want to see what happens maybe do it. <laughs> I feel <laughs> very conflicted about it what do you guys think of his line to her that he says she's an absolute savage he likes her rawness of her oh, character oh he was talking about that though in regards to uh, Renard mm-hmm. yeah. the reason that Renard would come to her is because she is uh, because she is essentially untrained so if well if, he admires it though he wasn't saying yeah I don't think I know I'm not saying I don't think he he doesn't admire it but I think he was also just saying that as a way of saying like I could do the spell for you oh okay but if I do it it's gonna look too refined it's mm-hmm, the yeah. it's the savagery of you that attracts right she's kind mm-hmm. of got that raw sort of like yeah super unpolished kind of yes. magic to her um someone in the chat made a good point that um for the beast that, you know, he always has been kind of silly, because remember his signature was the bloody smiley face and stuff this like that. This is very true. So he's always been kind of the a... The Dean's eyeballs. Uh, yes. Uh, and then that was James, and then Helena says uh, a musical murder murder scene would be smiley face? Ugh. There you go. There you go. No, you got it would Helena? be everything to me, yes. Helena. I need that. Absolutely. Um, Please don't do that. I, I don't want to see that. Do it. I oh. do. <laughs> oh. And Macintosh says he wants Julia to be his soulless mate. Ah. Uh, yes. uh, but then we also find out that he has done kind of some sort of curse slash test that no one has ever passed on the castle. So, dun, dun, dun. The Which- Rilling. That's that's all. Oh. I have. <laughs> Which also makes yeah. me think that that's just something as well where it is uh, part of that whole multiverse thing. Sure. Because it, it, if they have never, like, even when they came back, the first thing the Dean said was, you're alive. That's surprising. Yeah. And we also know from the very first episode that the dean is aware that they have done this more than once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that kind of I think that's what I hope they're setting up because I think mm-hmm. that'd be really interesting. Interesting well. thought to me that time like I'm trying to if time goes on but these guys just keep looping because I thought the time loop was like a a set time like we're going back to like the same day and same time to start over I again. So, kind of too. But if it's this theory then and especially because the book is old are we saying that it's like they keep coming back throughout time? Um, what do you mean with the time loop? Are we talking about the many worlds theory here? Like I'm so confused. The, our main characters, they're only doing a reset of the, the, and is it only them really? I mean, the rest of the world obviously resets, but it's only resetting um, at like 2004, not going back like to their childhood. Well, the, that was oh crap, my brain's about to short circuit. It, that was kind <laughs> okay. of mentioned uh, last season of what the time loop was and right. how it's every like 20 years and they have to end up being reset. Yeah. But I think when you, anytime you do any type of reset of time, if we've learned nothing from the Flash, is that <laughs> <laughs> there's a possibility that that will affect other things as well. Like yes. in the, in the yeah. chemistry of, of time that you may be affecting time even before the 20 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that explains why sometimes Margo's called Janet and that kind of stuff, yeah. which is mm-hmm. also a play on the book and everything. Yeah. But sure. I think it's it's a little bit more complicated, and that's that's why I hope that they're kind of unravel that that, mm, that aspect sure. of it. Yeah. 
Um, quick little joke of it. Break Bill's the cottage has been moved because of the prank that yeah. uh, Margot Ben plays. <laughs> it's always a cottage. I love getting just the reminders that Ellie and Margot are still, I mean, just assholes. You yeah. know. Margot, but we love them. There are heroes, but uh, right? She's just stunning. Like, it, the confidence. And she's like, all right. That was so smart. Okay, we got to go find it now. She's my the prank, destroyer. My prank is now on me. Oh, uh, gosh. <laughs> I just love these moments with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and then we jump back over to Elliot and friend, and they kind of have that honest conversation, and that the people of uh, Philly are starving, which you're like, oh, we got serious all of a sudden. Like, right. real world kind of serious. And the, the magic them. is the problem. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they don't know how to farm. Right. <laughs> also, what a great consequence of the well running dry. Like, oh yeah. no, this is their magical water source. It provided everything, and now it's gone. It's just like how many real world consequences there are with yeah. magic, which I feel like a lot of times magic stories just they, they don't do it right. Sure, gloss over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then when our group finally finds the cottage, we get Penny, Neen, Josh, who he's back for a little bit. I'm glad um, you got Neen in the balls, Josh. Exactly. The worst. I love it. He the, ditches everybody. The handshake moment where yeah. he's he's forced to go <laughs> for a handshake, just like Han and Lando. Not yeah. at all like That's Han and Lando, one. sir. No. Get yes. out. Of, and which one are you? You think you're Han? You're not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, uh, apparently Macintosh says to your, their assholes, is they're heroic assholes. Exactly. <laughs> yes. You got it. You nailed it once. Uh, and then uh, Margot has that fun kind of hangover shakes cure for Penny that's kind of temporary. You need your constant refill. Sure. At least it's a temporary source. Uh, and then the be- Dean, when he's having that discussion um, with the professor of, like, yeah, we need to treat... Ba- teach battle magic. I just thought it was weird with that conversation that he goes like, well, Fillory is real, and uh, S- Sunderland is kind of like, okay. Mm. I'm like, do they not all know it's real? No. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Remember, because even the well, kids the kid that went the back cottage, before, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they were like, we didn't know, so I f- guess everyone doesn't know what I like in what that tells me about Sunderland. She's like, yeah, there's a lot of things I can't explain. That's fine. What do I, why? <laughs> why do I need this information? Like, right. that's cute. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. <laughs> She's the, also the best. Everyone's the best. Yeah, they don't know they're locked in this interdimensional sort of mm-hmm. conflict. Uh, and then who was happy and not happy to have Marlena back? Marina? Oh, Marina. Marina, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I spelled yeah. it wrong. Marina. Like, Days of Our Lives? <laughs> no, um, I just think I think I, re- I remembered it as the other M name and then wrote the note and then they say it later. So. Right, I don't know yeah. what it is. Marina. Mm-hmm. I was happy for the actress to have a recurring role. Sure. Because <laughs> I see her in everything that's shot in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I didn't feel like I necessarily needed her back. I'll be curious to see like how she... I love this character. Mm. Look, I, I like I like unapologetic bitches. Like that is my like life fuel. And for her whenever she's on, she's just like, I don't give a fuck about anybody. This is the Marina <laughs> show. And I'm like, yes, I'm here for it, like Rain Queen. And so for her to come back here and to see the trajectory through here, I think we're gonna get a totally different Marina, which is super like, exciting. Yeah, I that's what so. I was gonna say. But I yeah. think the reason I wasn't too keen on her the first season is because she just she just seemed kind of underdeveloped. She'd pop mm-hmm. in, she'd pop out, she'd pop in. So I never really developed a reason to care about her. Um, but that's why I said I'm curious to see how she's going to work with Julia now that she's working with the Beast. Like, what they're going to develop from that yeah. relationship. Right. I know we're skipping ahead just a little bit, but them sharing that cigarette had me feeling like good signs here. Right, right, right. Yeah. I- 
And we never, I don't think in, in season one, we ever saw her in such kind of a vulnerable moment as oh, when she's sort of begging the dean for asylum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the he straight up shuts her just, down. Oh, well, the fact that she switches so and goes back there so quickly, that kind of shocked me. Uh, to see she was afraid. Real terror yeah. on her face. Yeah. Well, it's nice to see her fall because after rewatching season one again, I hated her the first time. And mm-hmm. I hated her again the second time. I'm just like, she's just such <laughs> an annoying villain that I was like, oh, what? thank goodness she's not the end of the show. She's she kind like of fizzles out. Villain. No, she's just annoying. And the fact that Julia is like, all of what you've done yeah, I guess I'll still work with you, but right. I need you. Well, and I'm like, oh. No, her, her redeeming moment actually did come at the end of season one when she did come to help Julia clean up after she had been raped and after uh, Katie had, had taken off. That's so true. that was like a, a redeeming moment for her. It did kind of seem like out of nowhere, though, because we mm-hmm. hadn't seen bit. her in a few episodes at that point. This mm-hmm. thing, she's so, never seemed yeah. cold to me. Like, she seemed like, look... I'm on a mission. I people have stolen from me. They've taken from me, and mm. I have to fight to have everything that I want. And I want a lot. And I can identify. I'm like, yes. I really like her. I, I think that uh, hopefully we do get a lot more screen time with her this season yeah. because she's definitely you could have done a lot more with her in season mm-hmm. one. But I think that she holds a lot of potential, so I'm excited to have her back. Mm. Chat room was pointing out like uh, James says, I think she's getting a more sympathetic arc, and I'm like, yeah. Seeing the change, I totally agree. Of like her going through what she went through in this episode of, like, seeing someone that, like, who was her competitor, but, like, totally destroyed. She's oh, kind of like... Shit killed out of her. The Ireland, the oh. West Coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, oh, maybe this well, is more serious than I thought. They developed a lot now, between those two characters' storylines without getting too oh, into it. Oh, just that it. conversation was like... Yeah, I instantly was like, okay, they're equals. They obviously yeah. fought for a while and came to the ahead where they were like, okay, we cannot beat each other, so we have to just divide the country. Your coast, my coast, done. Mm. Now, what do we think if Katie comes into that three and becomes, like, a little triad of, like, Ooh. badass girls? Okay, look, you guys, if we get, like, a trio coven of witches, I can't... I, <laughs> words will... Can we just make this the craft? Can we just <laughs> make, make that happen? <laughs> we can't handle, like, rogue, rogue, yeah. rogue witches we gotta represent in this all universe. Of the elements. Can't just right, yeah. that's true. This is very true. Uh, so exciting. We do need Katie so. back, though, who hasn't come back. So yeah, I think please. she'll be coming mm-hmm. back for sure. Uh, and then we got we uh, and so yeah th- I like though that Julia's like yeah we want to use you as bait and she's like nope bye so that is your thing. Like, no <laughs> well, I'm, no ya. sympathy yes I'm no skin in this game one, one of the recurring themes of of this whole kind of arc is just like the lesser of two evils like yes. if, if Julia's willing to work with the Beast she's not gonna really give a hot shit what Marina's done yeah yeah comparatively sure. speaking people, yeah. well yeah. and Marina even in her cold bitchiness was like yeah I'm not helping you her first reaction was like okay we I'm gonna stop it on my own terms. Mm-hmm. And it, so, like, to me, it's not so much like, I don't know that guy, and I don't think you're talented enough mm-hmm. to do the deed, so I'm going to go to the most powerful witch I know and get this stuff taken care of. Marina's just smart. She's a survivor. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, yeah, I had my note, hedge witches unite, but yes. that obviously didn't happen too much. <laughs> um, I mean, one of them got divided. Yeah, well, I was going to say eviscerate it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they liked your comment of the cra- of regaining the craft. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we have Alice that the barometer is kind of starting to burn. Like, uh oh. So it's a good thing she kept that with her. Mm-hmm. That's one of those like a practical ways to use magic of like, okay, that makes sense. Sure. Um, oh, and I loved her line. Not everything that hurts is bad. Yes. And then mm. Quentin is kind of like, I want to help. But he was such a sad little no, cute puppy. this is the He's best. Like, I want to help you. Sad Quentin. Guys, no. Quentin is everything. <laughs> this to me is the first. Like, mm. Quentin and, and, uh, oh, Alice. Me. Thank you. Mm. Have been, uh, more more in lust and infatuated with each other than they've been in yeah. love, which you know, makes sense. It's the beginning of the relationship. Sure. Mm. Uh, this, to me, is like one of the 
we get a couple of them at the end of the last season, but now it's just like like that's just a sweet couple moment. Yes. Of like I just if I can help, like just let me know. Like I know it's on you, I know it's your responsibility, but I'm I'm here if you need it. And I was like, Yes, let their love survive. They're so cute. I just want them to be like real. Happy Plus, they're taking steps in the relationship yes. instead of just sure. like fizzled out. Qualis forever. Um, <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> yeah. You got it. Agreed. And then jumping back over to Elliot, um, thank goodness he grew up on a farm because now he knows how to help I everybody. I knew I was going to kill That was a nice story. little point they put in, what, last season? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He was talking to the beast uh, mm-hmm. possessed boy. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was nice to bring that back. I was like, oh, so it all works out. So he should be king because he yes. knows actually how to take care of the people. Mm-hmm. And, and I nice. love, yeah, to, to kind of the point that we talked about before, the fact that it's it's a problem that's brought on by magic, but it has such kind of this practical, pragmatic solution. Oh, like, no, super easy we have to grow actual real world, world crops that you can eat so that you won't die of starvation. Yeah. Well, also, this is a really nice turn for Elliot because, again, uh, he's been working so hard to hide this mm-hmm. part of him. And I think part of him becoming king is uh, kind of he he has to he has to stand in his like tr- full truth. Um, so mm-hmm. it's interesting and also a little scary. I know the stuff that's going down with his wife like really concerns me. Oh, I was just about to get to that. Really um, they have me. their kind of awkward kiss while he's looking at that very attractive guard, uh, and I'm like, because okay, <laughs> like a solution ha- for it though. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, he really so tried it. He says that you, he goes, "Well, you said anything," and then her sad line, "Am I not enough for you?" Oh. And then the. Mm. They're kind of like um, possible. Is there queerness in Fillory? Do they understand? Like, mm, well, because yeah, I, I think they do. I think um, I, I gotta say, I mean, that's just a whole other thing of like, well, why does the king have to be married to a woman? But whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. uh, I guess siring. But I, I really, I really enjoyed well, the fact it was that at least the daughter of the 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 Smith who made the dagger that he's like you yeah, have to marry her. So it wasn't right. necessarily yeah, like yeah. the king has to. Be, but but uh, I really enjoyed the fact that he's not cruel to her or yes. like dismissive of her of mm-hmm. her desire yeah. for romance and sexuality which is nice mm-hmm. that he's always like very he always looks at her affectionately which I yes. appreciate because sometimes you just never know how, how mm-hmm. they're going to play that or how they're going to write it of like right. him being like dismissive of, of, of her wanting to be romantic with him because yeah. he's a gay man mm-hmm. so I appreciate that he's still understanding of it I hope they they don't try to to make him hetero. Hetero. Yeah, that like, would really really concern. bum me out. I like, thought he was maybe leaning on the bi side because he had the threesome well. with Quentin and Margot under a lot of drugs and some crazy circumstances. True. Though, um, I, I never got the feeling that he because he's never yeah. actively gone after anyone else. It's like it's Margot. Like yeah. he's seen her naked and like I really I feel don't like they're just besties. They're not. Quite yeah, romantic. right. But I was I was kind of yeah I was they kind had of a vibe. I always kind of got a vibe of this like pansexuality and like he mm. like he'll just love every like everyone all completely. pleasures good pleasure exactly yeah, yeah. Mm. interesting I, I just hope they don't um, you know dismiss that his original desires like because mm. clearly he was checking out that guard as he's like he's kissing her and he's like looking at the guy and you're like <laughs> oh that's just awkward um, but and then we jump back to our team and finding out the pixie and that. Yeah, but the puzzle sar- solving the library. What'd you guys think of that? So good. That was super work. fun. Super fun. So Encyclopedia Brown. Let's crack yes. this. Yeah, and, uh, all about anagrams. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the anagrams the one that is for the win. And the hotel spa potions, the fake cover. And, of course, the chapters are ripped out and a note at the end like, ha! You gotta come find me. I told you. 
Um, and of course, Penny denying help from Sunderland, but that doesn't matter because they get together later. What do we think of that? Speaking of that, what did we think I of that like, little hangout? I feel like Adrian has thoughts on that. Oh, oh. What are your oh, thoughts are we on, on Sunderland? Oh, yeah. well, I was, you know, let's just jump to where let's they get, there. get together. Let's get there. Yeah. Um, well, I kind of saw it last year when he had a tree growing out of his body and he's flirting with her yeah. in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And I still don't want it to happen. Uh, <laughs> what's that? Why? Because I just don't think it is necessary. She is a teacher and whatever, bygones, whatever, but like, I I don't know. I don't, I don't, can't necessarily say that, with the exception of Katie, that I, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't necessarily like the pairings that they've done with Penny. Like, I feel like... Okay. It, they should be more intriguing. I like this exchange. Now, oh, I, I agree with you it. that it could definitely be more intriguing. Everybody mm-hmm. else has these pairs, and you're like, oh, I wonder how that'll work out. Penny's pairings tend not to be so intriguing because you don't know a lot about his partner, and so you don't know the the dichotomy, like the, the difficult yep. parts that will click together. Mm-hmm. There's, so there's not a lot of, like, how will this work out? Like, oh, they like mm-hmm. each other, so I'm sure that goes good for now, at least. Mm-hmm. I'm on the ride. Mm-hmm. But what's intriguing about this relationship is how they explore like adult teacher to student relationships which I think is really cool this idea of like look we're both consenting adults and I'm like hey but I'm your teacher and we cannot right 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 (laughs) right. I am gonna behave myself in this room I feel like if anyone is going to try to take advantage of the situation it's Penny every damn time every single time Penny's at bat he's like can I just hit a home run of disaster I will why not (laughs) yeah I loved her shutdown line she's like yeah after you've graduated. And Which like, is oh, the perfect re- That oh, is when you have sex with your teachers after you've graduated. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't um, really phase me that she's a teacher necessarily because this is a, a grad school yeah. type of deal. Sure. Class college. Sure. And so. It's still a weird You're talking about more from like a narrative change. point of view. From, from a narrative point okay. of view, I just don't think it's necessary. But like, and also because I went to a school where a teacher married like a grad student like years later. So um, it's not. That doesn't mean I approve, but <laughs> whatever. Do you think? Live your life. I, I, I just enjoyed my note here of uh, um, when he has a yeah. Can you rub my shoulders? I'm like, Penny just wants to get naked. Um, Penny. He's like, you are really pushing it. You're just <laughs> trying it today, but okay. We approve. But it was I got funny. I'm like, I did. Hmm. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> but also no. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but um, it does work. Does he get to keep the bracelets? It seemed like they stayed on, which it I seems like they have they to stay nice. on that's because what, that's before what I was he put them yeah. on, his hands were Strangely being like makes him look like a genie, and I was kind of like, oh. Oh. <laughs> for those of you listening Come on, on, on the okay. iTunes, Adrian had to take off her glasses for that. She said, "I Made can't a face. even I'm see just straight." Saying you're Penny okay. well, is he's worn jewelry as well, and you know, bangle type things on him wouldn't be bad. Adrian is waking up a whole new like thing in my I head. I know you, you kind of can't, can't ring that bell now. Oh, it's there. It's Just there. there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious to see what Arjun thinks of those bracelets. Oh okay? my god! Amazing. Well, we can <laughs> ask him. We, we can ask, ask him. him. You know, slide in Arjun's uh, DMs again. Two yeah. seasons in a row. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we kind of live there. <laughs> I do. Just telling myself. Um, then over jumping, they get to. The, we kind of touch upon how they're at the pixie house, and um, but they. I like how she's like, "You guys need to convince me." Mm-hmm. Like, right. give me a reason. Her whole attitude is something that I just hope to adopt soon. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm unfazed, but if you want to try, I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> like, or even like your sexual energy, I love it. And like, yeah. just her just 
says everything. She has no filter or yep. sensor. Right. Um, That's what I'm slowly trying to achieve by 40. Yeah. <laughs> fully there. Well, I would also like to be one of those aunties who's just like, girl, now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm halfway there. <laughs> well, we learned that she can, they do get the spell on the napkin, which that was cool. Right. And, what you said there. Whoa. <laughs> what? Out of a minute. You gotta chill. I told you. Um, I like the napkin spell. And also, um, a quick thing, too, of we gotta see a little bit more magic at the library of like the writing and other spell work, which is nice that we're seeing more this season. Because last mm. season we got some, but right. it's like, can we see more? We wanna see, we're seeing more fingers. Um, sure, cutting more cutting. It's nice that um, she affirmed that, that Alice is still god powered, but yes. not much longer. And that she yeah. had like. An experience, an idea. It was really interesting to see the, like all the facial expressions that happened when she was talking about God powered. Yeah, because Alice was nervous. Yep. Quentin was like sad and angry at the same moment because she was talking <laughs> about how she got it and how she had that glow. Yeah. And, you know, it made him think of Julia. So it's yep. just really fascinating to see that like that quick little sure. interaction. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't think I even thought of him thinking of Julia, but that's an excellent. Yeah, point. I was gonna say definitely, definitely um, good point. But then they get the spell and just don't be twenty foot near the blast. Yay. Danger. Who's gonna get hurt? Who? Yes. Who steps closer? Who's like, I can do 19 feet. 19? Yeah. That's gonna be this. But it's also if if Alice doesn't have, if the the power drains while she's in the middle of doing the spell, then she will die as well. Which it seems like the spell would drain a lot of power. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Then you mentioned Julia. We have Julia and Quentin have their quick meeting and the warning, and they kind of talk about like people versus magic of like her argument, like we should save the people because he's killing people, and him like, we need to save magic. And it's such, I feel like it oh. was it was such kind of a simple boiling down. It almost, I was wondering if it was a little too on the nose, but I actually really enjoyed it of just kind of the main theme of the magicians, just this kind of magic versus humanity. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what what should we be striving to save? Yep. It's kind of nice to redraw those battle lines specifically for those two yes. to mm-hmm. see like, why are they still not on the same page? Oh, right, they have totally different desires in the right. world. Right, and yes. it's, it's because Quentin is so grounded in the magic world and Julia is so grounded in the real world, yeah. yep. partially because she was rejected from yep. big pills. Mm-hmm. Totally. But that, that kind of colors their whole worldview now and their yep. whole perspective. I, well, I think Quentin's viewpoint is that, well, if we save magic, then we can go after Reynard. Then we can all focus on going after mm-hmm. Reynard. Mm. But if we don't have magic, then how can we defeat him if he's a god? Yep. I mean, but then if there's no magic, then there's no god and there's nothing, really, yep. essentially. But... I like the whole idea of like of Julia dealing with like this like need for revenge and like sure. where is that going to take her down the road? So mm. I appreciate that. Absolutely. And the fact that they're both kind of out for revenge to an extent, like yeah. Julia said. Mm-hmm. Um, and now this next scene that kind of came up with the squad that happened was so awesome because this is in the book and I felt it happened a lot sooner in their storyline so then I was wondering like when is this scene going to happen is the tattoos and the Keiko demon oh, and he's your it's your one shot weapon guys it's your thing and uh, this is a really cool scene in the book where um, pretty much when they graduate spoiler not spoiler guys but they all go all, all the class goes down into the basement mm. and like it's a general spoiler that scared the shit out of I mean, it happened in the show, so it's just a little different. But yeah, they all went in the basement, and they all, this is how I remember it, of, um, it's the entire class at that time, and they all get it. So it wasn't necessarily, like, just for the Beast, but mm. I felt this was a good way to bring it back in. Mm. Sure. And it was cool to see it. I don't remember envisioning it. It's kind seen, of cute. We had seen, was it Lee? Was it was, 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had we had seen him he's before. The yeah, he's the tunnel yeah. coordinator. Yeah. Yeah. He was. Uh, I, was, I was like, am I? I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I was like, am I being racist right now, or is that the scene? <laughs> no. I was like, yeah. please no, that's don't him. tell me that I'm just being that jerk who. <laughs> he's been in a few don't. scenes, right? So yeah, no, we've yeah. seen him a few times. He's yeah. been like at the hospital. He's been in Usually, like other stuff. Because I couldn't really see his locks, and so that's why I was kind of like, is that him? Right, right, right. I think he had his hair up. He kind of had like glasses and it tied back. But what'd you guys think of the Keiko Demon? I really. Well, the Keiko Demon was cute or whatever. I wanted to see more of their carvings. I thought those were really dope. I'm yeah, yeah we only got to see Margo's. one. Yeah. I'm hoping that's because they get a really cool reveal later when they use the demon. Yeah. That's definitely going to be uh, some epic like cinematography during Hell these yeah. battle scenes. When I'm they ready. summon, when they use their one summoning of the Keiko yes. Demon. They've already kind of slightly hinted at it in a preview, I think. Oh, okay. Oh, you get okay. like the idea of, because I think Margot uses her. Sure. Mm. Just mm. If, if you watched any of the trailers from this summer, you know what I'm talking about. So don't <laughs> get all upset with me. I'm waiting for you the questing thi- the questing beast. The, yes. the like she was such a big the promotional thing. And I'm like, when are we seeing that? She's yeah. all over billboards. Yeah. I honestly thought when they were like She's a fairy. I was like, oh, oh, that thing? No. Okay. Nope. She's yep. she's pretty humanoid. Yeah. <laughs> what the creatures? I want face off to come onto the magicians. I'm ready yeah. for it. More creatures, yes. Well, I think we will be as the season keeps oh, going. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, so then the squad returns and Elliot, and it ha- not that much time has passed, so that was nice. It hasn't been like, you know, 10 years or something. And mm. so it's like probably uh, maybe a month. I they negotiate that, because wasn't that a thing where it wasn't. Where when they're in the actual realm before they can jump into Fillory, there was a different time. Remember the library with the, the all the fountains? Mm-hmm. And there was a different time mm-hmm. of how things oh, were. Oh, yeah, the time zones. Yes, time zones. Well, the time uh, zones. But the time. In the, in the last episode, I believe they said that they weren't sure. Like, it, it ebbs and flows. So it could, what could be a week, could be a couple days. It kind of just depends. I don't think it's a steady, consistent And I guess difference. we technically don't know as of yet because they haven't really said what they've been through so far, because we could, for all we know, they could have gone through a little bit extra. That I was wondering about that. Yeah. yeah, before they get back to Fillory. Because mm-hmm. yeah, last episode they kind of mentioned like we'll do something to make sure we're coming back to that point. Because it yeah. seems like anytime you get in, get out, you have no idea how long time has passed. For some reason, it was Margot's outfit that made me think like, has more time passed? Yeah, Wait, she had why? a very different outfit on. She had a very oh. different, like very like Lisa Turtle kind of outfit. Yeah, yeah. Mm, she nice, had good fashion nice. in the show. Yeah. Nice <laughs> That's what it um, seemed like to me. Deep cuts. Oh. Well, someone in the chat what? pointed out Lisa I was, Turtle's oh. awesome, right? Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Nothing. Just talking to say by the bell, it's fine. Oh, like Voorhees, <laughs> no big deal. Um, um, Renji in the chat says, "I would have, I would have to get way drunk to deal with that pain." So the tattoo and the demon going in. I like the premise of like, um, here's alcohol. Right. Gotta get drunk first. Right. I would have needed. My best friend got her uh, first tattoo on her ribs. Oh, ribs she said she took three shots of tequila and a, a Vicodin. Which is not safe. That Don't do that. That makes you bleed so much yeah, more. Don't drink before your tattoo. No. Super she was 18. So, uh, okay. and she still was like just crying the whole time. Oh. So I don't think getting drunk would be just enough to, to have She also oh picked her ribs, which after watching Ink Master, that's like the worst, most she painful She was also spot. 18. She didn't realize. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's like the one episode that all the artists are like, oh. Ribs. I hate doing And I was really, I was dreading it when, when he grabbed the Keiko Demon out of the fire. You're like, where yeah. are you putting that? This is not going to be good no matter how you slice <laughs> yeah. it. Yep. Um, and then the last thing in the episode, we just have Julia, yeah, Marina comes back and like, all right, I'm going to help you out. And more singing. What a last and musical like, number from the beat. I like that Amazing. she also is like, 
Uh, they both have that face and like well, you and said, it's like you said that, that scene where they're they're sharing the cigarette is so like mm. they're both so sick of it. It feels like the first two witches of a coven. I'm not gonna lie. Right. I, I, it felt like bonding, and I was like, I'm ready for them to be best buds. Like I want dope ass witches. Like sure. Uh, especially because they're rogue and they don't belong to anyone. They both dress in all black. I like I need him, this. I can see them being supremes. Sure. Supreme's yes. not always in all black. She does always, wear but she wears a lot Creams of dark She wears more. Well, we talked about this last year when when they're bad, they wear a lot of leather. When they're yeah. when they're going good, they wear a lot more cream. Mm. So right now, Julia has She's a cream white. top yeah. with uh, leather pants, mm-hmm. and Marina has still her like full leather outfit. So mm-hmm. it's kind of half and half and a full. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, with the two of them though, do we feel that enough has passed that Julia could kind of forgive her? Because I mean, the most horrible thing Marina has done to her is take her magic. No, the most horrible thing Marina has done is kill Katie's mom. In front of her. <laughs> there was also that. That was the most horrible was also yeah, I mean, that was that. her friend, but she had no person... To Julia she, personally. No, but but they were Katie's working together. mom was also Katie's mom was going to be friend. Julia's, like, buddy. Like, she was going to yeah. help her learn magic. And then the way she died in front of her she was literally so horrific. She crushed her head, like, <sighs> from the inside, and Julia so, was covered in her blood. Then oh, the question oh, is, how horrible is that, then? I feel like, look, at this point, they've both been through so much, much yeah. and now that uh, Julia's uh, being roped into this venture, which is dangerous as hell, yep. like, she could have easily just been like, nope, unbothered, not <laughs> a part of this, and just lived her life, but they were like, you come in here and help us. <laughs> I feel like now they're getting close to even. <laughs> well, I think Julia also is just isn't thinking clearly, you know, and I think that has to eventually come back, especially if they're going to bring in Kate. Right. That's going to be a face-off between Marina and Katie. That mm. has See, to happen. Katie, I don't think, could forgive her. So, and even if it's something Katie like, well... Katie didn't like her mom that much. That's kind of... I mean, no, she did in mom. the end. She was like, it's my mom. Still yeah. her mom. Uh, and she took off. She left the show. Yeah. You know, so we don't know what she's been doing, except for... Well, she did come up for that split second with uh, oh, Reinhardt. I hope it's something dope. But yeah, I think it's just something where... Julia's not thinking straight. She's bringing people into her life who have hurt either her... Or other people in her life. Yeah. But but they, what they have done does not uh, amount to what Reynard has done. And mm-hmm. I, I totally get okay. that, but it's also one of those things where it's like, when this is all over and you get Reynard, you're still going to have to look at yourself in the mirror and realize that you've sided with people that you probably would not have normally even and spoken I to. I totally her. understand. Yeah. Like, but these are the guys that I feel like she thinks can fight. Because, to be yeah. honest, if she was thinking clearly, there's no way she wouldn't go to uh, Quentin and be like, yeah. look, what what can we do? Like, yeah. he could get you guys back into Fillory. Like, there are a ton of options. But you're like, I have to go for the biggest baddest in order to protect me. Which is what a lot of yeah. people do. They're like, yeah. I just want someone bigger and stronger so I don't get hurt again. Somebody who's on my side. Mm-hmm. So, I feel for her. I hope that... Gosh, I kind of need her to get away from the Beast, but I also want to keep learning more about him. I mm-hmm. want to keep seeing him on the screen, and if they split, yes. I don't well, know how we do that. I feel that kind of leads into predictions. Let's do it. Predictions! Woo. Yes! <laughs> Give me that sweet theremin! Barking dog just ready to go! Um, I was going to say, you're already kind of leaning into it, so... Uh, predictions for next week. Uh, that battle is not going to go... Or season! Uh, I'm just gonna week by week. I feel like season is week. too large for, jump for me. Uh, I, that battle is not gonna go the way any of us think it will. Okay. My my initial gut reaction tells me uh, uh, bomb explodes poorly. No one is killed. Beast is angry. Uh, 
But hopefully we see... Uh, I want Katie to come back. We've talked about her a lot this episode. I really want Katie to come back. I feel like she is the third missing piece to our awesome witchy trifecta. Um, and I also think that she will bring some balance and some uh, real-world thought to it, because everybody's kind of very absorbed into their argument right now. It'll be interesting to me to have an outsider come in and be like, uh, you've all lost perspective a bit. Mm-hmm. Like, shift. Mm-hmm. Pivot. Mm-hmm. I think I'm, I'm going wider. I'm going season wide. I'm like oh my God. looking at the bigger picture. Right. Um, I think eventually we will see Alice die. <gasps> Whatever the ramifications are oh. of that. Now, let me put a footnote on there. I think we will not see her stay dead. Because we have seen Alice die once Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, th- we're dealing with a, a universe and a mythology where death is not necessarily permanent. Mm, okay. Um, so I'm thinking we'll see that eventually. Um, I think you're right. I think that, that bomb will definitely have some collateral damage. Mm-hmm. Um, do we think if people won't necessarily be killed by it, do we think people might be maimed by it? I think that Fillory mm. is going to be harmed by it. I and see. that okay. they will put their magic situation in, in much more peril than it first was. And sure. they want to go up with a whole new plan to try to fix everything. Interesting. Okay. Well, the fight happens in break bells, from what I can tell from the setting. At least that's what it looks like. So it may not happen in Fillory. Interesting. Because um, you also have to lead the beast all the way to Fillory, and so I don't think they want him there at all. I, you know? Uh, I also am curious to see how they're going to get the beast away from Julia and Marina, because it doesn't seem like Julia has any intention of letting him go anytime soon. Right. So that would make sense if they were able to pull him into break bells, because she can't enter break bells. Uh-huh. Um, I think Alice, as well, is going to die. Mm. I also know that the Beast is has at least 15 episodes. So if you count the three that he was in previous season, that means he's going to be in the entire season. Mm. Mm. So what I think might happen, my overall season uh, thoughts, is that we're going to see a reset happen. So this is like the beginning of that reset. And we're going to end up watching them go back and jump back into like a whole new thing. Oh. But they might be able Oof. to remember the pre- the prior one. If you flash me, I will not be happy. That loop is supposed to be closed. We are they finished. They shouldn't do it. Yeah, because Jane just, Chatwin's gone. She's gone. Who's making? Although, making uh. a time loop while challenging, I mean, we've got Alice over here who's There's pretty boss. Stuff going so on. Well, maybe, she could do it. Maybe it'll still. be a loop like Alice already did of like go back five minutes and save people. Oh. Kind of a thing. If they go there back, go. I think it's going to be longer than that. They're going to braid it. Oh, we'll find out. Um, I want a new demon. <laughs> Thank you from the chat. Ha- uh, Helena says, hashtag magic logic. Here you go. For our conversation. Get it. <laughs> I like it. Get it, um, uh, Oh, there we go. Macintosh says, they could bring people back from the dead, but they can't reattach hands with god power. Because, yeah, it's true. They didn't. She didn't reattach his hands. So, But yeah. you can bring oh, back from true. the dead. What was what was your um, yeah? So I I do think the battle won't go as planned. Um, I hadn't got so far ahead to think that Alice would die, but I think you guys have an interesting point with mm. that. Um, but I think she won't stay dead. No, it will. It'll be something. She'll it'll come back another way. And Clayton um, also seems to have a pretty yeah. deep cut as well. And sure. Yeah, I, that shoulder was not looking pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then oh well, someone well Quentin apparently Quentin gets hurt in the trailers, doesn't he? Any yes, he predictions does. on how that happens, Mike Josh? Um, that could be during the battle. It looks it, like it. From it what looks it, like battle magic. Well, from what it looks like, yeah, it looks like the beast throws some sort of fireball at mm-hmm. Alice and he jumps in mm-hmm. the way. Yeah. yeah. I've like because avoided trailers you, now. Babe. I'm like, I want to help you by taking um, that hit in the yeah. shoulder. Trailers don't count. I hope Katie comes back very soon. Yes. Because I do think she's kind of that extra element. Mm. But I, I actually want her with the squad, not with the hedge witches. Hmm. 
So not the triad. I want them with the squad. She should be with the hedge witches. Right. Well, I'm I'm happy with her and Penny that I'm like, well, maybe they can get back together. Her and Penny can still be a thing on the side. I just want to see her and the hedge witches. They are never, ever getting back together. Oh, (laughs) boy. There's your beautiful. They'll have to do another Taylor Swift song. Yeah, I don't know any other um, Taylor Swift song. <laughs> She's like, that's all I got. Shake it off. That's it. You got um, it. I think I'll that's kind of it. Time. Well, uh, a suitor prediction. As long as things all line up, we should be getting a special Skype guest. They can't come in, but maybe we can work it out and get Skype for next yeah. week. So make sure to tune in. Um, I think that kind of wraps it us up. Unless you guys had to get find your thoughts on the episode. No, that'll do it. Are you guys living out every episode? I mean, it's only two, but how both episodes? I felt like. We're, we're done? That's it? There's not yeah, more? Yeah. How much more? I literally went to fast forward, and I fast forward through the trailer for the day. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh shit, it's over. Okay, back it up, back it up. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's not quite super cliffhanger It's just more like, I, 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 you didn't feel like it was so long that you're like... It so leaves you wanting more, more scenes, yes. and I right. think it yeah. really yeah. sets up for uh, great binge-watching later. Binge-watching yes. season one was amazing, and a lot of times I find these shows aren't so great to binge. Um, if oh, this would be a good for that, one for that. I think yep. this is going to be like a very long movie, and I'm excited for it. All right. Yeah. Woo. All right, cool. Uh, I think that's... Oh, yep. <laughs> Mac Josh says, I want Katie to come back and yell at Julie. <laughs> Yes. There you go, yeah. Steve. Yeah. Perfect yeah. rap music. Uh, let's go around the table. You Where can they find Sardell? This is your fault. I know, and I'm really sad about it. <laughs> hey, guys. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrienne Snow and watch me mope about Taylor Swift. Daria does not agree. So good. Yeah. My favorite. Uh, you can find me on social media at Ty Matthews PMA. I will not be here for the next three weeks. Oh, I no. will be in Europe. I'm leaving in two days. How I'm very, very you? excited. Have but fun. I will be keeping up with uh, Fillory and Brinkbills and all of that good stuff. But yeah, find me on social media, at Time Matthews PMA. Find me on the PlayStation Network. Let's play some Overwatch. I've been playing a lot of that lately. And uh, yeah, I'll see you when I get back into the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I'm Joel Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joel Monique and every week at BlackHoleNerds.com. If you wouldn't mind heading over to the Schmoes No page and like just give them a thumbs up for the Oscar one and then be like, you should have that Joel's character back. She was fun. <laughs> I want to go back. It was a lot of fun. Uh, also, come back tomorrow if you're a fan of sci-fi and catch us on The Expanse. Woo! We're so excited yes. uh, for the season two premiere. And we're going to have a special guest for that as well. Uh, and my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And thank you so much for watching. Make sure to give the video a thumbs up. And if you didn't join us in the live chat, comment down below what you thought of the episode. What are your predictions? What do you want to see happen? Uh, but thank you so much for watching. Five stars on iTunes. And we'll see you next week. See ya. <laughs>